This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Y'all, y'all, this is a huge NFL Monday, and it could not be any bigger. This is the best ensemble to talk about today's show. Now, why are y'all sitting next to each other? Hey, you want to get a little bit closer today? It was a great weekend. I wonder why. I can't wait to see this guy. (sighs) Well, look, this guy is Dave Hellman, NFL insider. He's covered the Cowboys for the last... 10 years. That other guy in the blue, Cowboys colors, no association, LaShawn Shady McCoy, Eagles, all-time rushing leader, over 15,000 yards in his NFL career, along with two Super Bowls, and this is the brilliant Joy Taylor. We don't have a handshake yet, but that. We'll do, we'll do that. Finger guns. We'll, we'll, we'll do an O to Dave today. O to Dave. Dave. You, you, have you see what I got? Help. I'm need Dave it. don't need a lot of help. I need the help. You know that. who needed a lot of help yesterday? How about Dak Prescott? Because it was bad. Bad, bad. Now, we'll get into why it was so bad later, but I was thinking about this. In a league of young greats, Dak is older and good. And that's really what it comes down to. There's no hot take, no spice. It's a league of young greats. Herbert, Hertz, Burrow, Allen, they are young, and they have proven themselves to be great. But then you have Dak Prescott, who is older. Next time he takes the field, he will be 30, and he's just good. Cowboys fans, you can't be happy with that. Think about last night. CeeDee Lamb did his job, one of the best games of his career. The defense did their job holding the Niners to under 20 points. Special teams more than did their job. Kevontae Turpin was a beast, but then Dak Prescott. He did everything but his job. I get it, Dak. We could have come on this show today and not said that you won the game. That would have been acceptable, but under no circumstance. Should you, Dak Prescott, have been the reason your team lost? Seven years. Seven years we've watched this in the National Football League. Seven years. Seven years we've seen you fall short. Six playoff appearances and the same result? I can't take it, and I know Cowboys fans can't either. LaShawn, Shady, McCoy. It's good to see you, brother. I know you're excited for this show. I know you're excited for this show. I slept good last night. Yeah, you absolutely did. I need you to fill in the blank for me, 2-5. Fill in this blank. Dak was what? To the 49ers. It's only right I say it again. Ass. <laughs> I mean, like, can, can, can I say it any other way? You can't. When I watched that performance, that, before, before I even talk about that, everybody killed me about it. Oh, you're so tough on Dak. They're, they're, since he's back, been back from his injury, they're, 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 30, they're averaging 30 points a game, mm-hmm. you know, top three in offense. People criticized you. They killed kill me for Heavy. it. And I say, listen, Dak is playing one of the most uh, conservative offenses in the league. Kellen Moore's done a great job mm-hmm. of, 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 you know, helping Dak out. You got a great running game, right? Solid offensive line. Defense is playing wonderful. Any quarterback would want that job. Any quarterback would love to have that job. The truth is, he's not that good. 
I said it before, he's above average quarterback. Everybody loves to hype him up. Like D- Dave Hellman here, loves to help him, hype him up. He's not that good, though. Let's look at this game yesterday. Look at it. First of all, they, the defense played a great game. The Niners were averaging 30 points a game, mm-hmm. blowing people out, running the ball, throwing the ball, doing everything. Dallas was stopping that. The only points that the 49ers had in the first half was from turnovers. Pick, pick, pop, 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 pick. <laughs> You're giving all these picks in, in their own, on their side of the field, easy, easy points. You can't win like that. They hype this dude up, the, 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 the knock him, and I'm keeping it real. I, I don't want to talk bad about that, but these are the results we have. You beat up on a, on a, on a banged up defense with the Bucks the week before. The last five weeks, they've been, they ranked like 28th in defense. You play against a real good defense, you throw on picks. It should have been three picks. The linebacker missed it, mm-hmm. dropped it. So I'll just say this, and I'll close it. You ain't got to close it, by the way. No, 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 no. no, 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 no but I was thinking about it, though, like, like this for a second. The Dallas defense did enough to win that game, right? And it's only so much you can do. They wore them down so much in the second half, they retired. Right. They're on the field the whole game. So eventually, you know, McCaffrey, Mitchell, they would bust some runs. But other than that, this game is on Dak Prescott. Can't win a, you can't win with a guy like that. Dave, Dak Prescott's performance was? Eh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he was lacking. Dak Prescott was lacking. He, didn't, he did not play well. And, I mean, we can go into the semantics of it. We're going to do another segment. Of course we are. I was going to say, it's the Dallas Cowboys. We're not going to leave it at one. So, I, I mean, there's – I got more smoke. We can get into the semantics of it. Obviously, no playoff game comes down to one moment or one throw. But Dak Prescott didn't play well enough. Uh, honestly – Shady's, Shady's harsh, as he usually is, but Dak Prescott needed to play a much better game, and he didn't do it. I mean, he threw two interceptions. I'll even give him the grace of saying the first one, terrible route. I mean, like, as usual, you can point to multiple reasons why these things happen. There's no explaining away the one that happened in the 49ers red zone, the one that Jimmy Ward tipped to Fred Warner, where Dak clearly just didn't see the coverage. Second and two at the Niners, 18, with a chance to take the lead right before halftime. That's the type of stuff you can't do. So, again, we can get into it in more detail, but Dak Prescott was lacking yesterday. They needed, at minimum, a good game. They got a really bad game. He, he picked a bad time to have a bad game. There's no doubt Dave, about how that. do you stay so calm? Ten years You've been dealing with this 10 years of emotional distress, 10 years of uh, emotional turmoil, 10 years of falling short, 10 years of pain, 2014, 2016, 2018, 2022, 2023, year after year after year. You lived in Baton Rouge. You lived in Frisco. You lived in Dallas. You lived in Uptown. You lived in Irvine. You lived in Los Angeles. Uptown? I'm about to touch that. Yeah, no, go, no, ahead. No, go ahead. All of this, Dave. A, a lot of shots. And a lot, the a lot same of shots. results, and yet you're still just here. Here, so calm. Where is the frustration the Cowboys fans are longing for? It's not my job to be frustrated. It's my job to tell you what happened. That's the like, I don't, I got off that roller coaster a long time ago. I don't, I don't work for the Cowboys. Yeah, I would be frustrated as hell if I was a Cowboy fan. It's maddening. There's 18 different ways this happens. They never get past the divisional round. It's heartbreaking. That's why I like, like I, you know. I hate to ruin this for you, buddy, but, like, if I was invested emotionally in what this team did, I would be a wreck. It's way (laughs) better to just talk about it. That's why I'm so level-headed. It's frustrating, but, you know, honestly, if we're getting into this, I'm so much less frustrated with where the Cowboys are right now as opposed to where they were last year. 
if that makes sense. And again, we can get into all of that. But that's that's my point is like there are so many layers that this conversation can take. We none will of, get there. And, and, but none of it matters right now. It is fair. To, right. It's fair to boil it down right now. And I think that's why last year was so frustrating. It's because everything fell apart against the Niners. Last year, like the defense wasn't good enough. The offensive line wasn't good enough. The receivers weren't good enough. It was a much more frustrating loss. This one it is much more fair to boil it down and say your quarterback didn't play well enough to win this game. Everybody else pulled their weight and Dak Prescott didn't. And there's more that we can say. There's all kinds of nuance we'll get into, but it really is that simple in this case. And I, for some reason, I think that makes it less frustrating, even though it is incredibly frustrating to know that the Cowboys just keep charging into this roadblock <laughs> and never getting through it. George Taylor, you are the doctor of nuance, the doctor on this show. Yesterday, Dak Prescott was predictable. We talked about it all season long since he came back from his injury, what the problem was and what it was going to be. And excuses were made all season long. Jerry said it's not in his DNA. Everyone was mad that people were being critical. And what did we say? Mm. It's real cute during these regular season games. It's real cute that you keep doing it, but you keep finding ways to win. Try that against a real team. What happens? They lost. And to Dave's point, this was a winnable game. You can't put this on the defense. They were averaging 33.6 points per game under Brock Purdy during the regular season, 30 during the playoffs so far. They held them to 19. What more can you ask for? Nothing. What more can you ask for? Go score some points. Don't turn the ball over. And they scored points off those turnovers. So however the turnover happened, bad route, mistake, whatever, it led to points for the other team. True. And that other team is the Niners, who are very good. Mm-hmm. It's, really, it's really easy in this situation to look at this game and say that this is on Dak Prescott. And I don't always feel that way. I'm a fan of Dak. I think he has all the intangibles that you would want in a player. But at the end of the day, this was a winnable game very against a great so. team. Against yep. a great team. And that should be more frustrating than last year to me because you had everything that you needed this year to win a championship, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Really going into this game, if you had to choose between Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy, most people would pick Dak Prescott just off the, the fact would've. that he had a, has they more experience. Shouldn't have, but they would have. Right, but, but Brock Purdy didn't play some unbelievable game. His stat line is if, if I told you that that was going to be his stat line, most people would say that Dallas would True. win the game. True. But here is what to me is so fascinating and infuriating. And Cowboys fans, I'm going to give you the anger that you deserve. <laughs> Dak did not need to play good. Dak did not need to play great. Dak just didn't need to suck. Mm. Dak didn't need to play good. That's true. Dak gave a turnover, Niners got three points off of it. Then as the Cowboys were going to get at minimum three points, Dak gives you another turnover, Niners get three points off of it. You don't have to be a mathematician. Three points off one pick plus the six-point swing off another pick, that's nine points. How much did the Cowboys lose by? Oh, wait. Dak did not need to play good. Nope. He didn't need to play great. He just didn't need to be atrocious. It's the biggest game of Dak Prescott's career. Big-time players make big-time plays in what, Shady? In big-time games. In big-time games. You're a big-time player. At least you're a big-time paid player. You're a seven-year starter. You ain't a little baby. You ain't a little rookie. You ain't Brock Purdy, second playoff appearance. You're a seven-year starter. Mm -hmm. If not now, then when? Never. If not now, then when? And I am tempted to say with a sober mind, Shady, maybe the answer is never. Maybe it is. 
Because if you can't get it done now, Dak, in seven years, going up against rookie Brock Purdy, yep. when are you going to get it done? That's the thing with Dak. Or not even Dak, the Cowboys. The Cowboys cannot win with Dak Prescott as their quarterback. I'm going to keep saying it. Right? And then y'all love to say how much of a leader he is, which I, he probably is. But here's the thing in that locker room with them leaders. Every time you come to a big game, big moment, big team, you lose. And it's your fault. I'm done with that leadership. Mm. I can't buy into it. Mm. Yeah, you do everything right, but when we go on the field with, with, with the number one defense, you fold. Mm. You throw picks. You lose us the game. Mm. So I'm going to say it right here. The, the, the Dallas Cowboys, who's a great franchise, very popular, they cannot win if Dak Prescott's their quarterback. And last night was a prime example of that. He lost that game. He didn't play well enough. The funny thing, like, my opinion of Dak is completely the same. I think, I mean, that might be bad for TV. He that low you pay is, baby. It, 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 it is what it is. He played a terrible game. And to this point, Dak hasn't proven that he can rise above the moment. But I think I could have seen that coming. Can I sway you? Go ahead. We've got to go to the big board. Uh-oh. When I tell you that I didn't need Dak to be great, I just needed him average. to be good. Let's be average, well, yesterday he was bad, bad. This was, to me, the worst play, and it wasn't even a pick. They're in cover three. Lenore has a third. Gibson off screen has a third. Top of okay. the Ford. Ward, he has a third. That's cover three. The field is broken up into thirds. Underneath, you got a curl flat defender, a hook curl defender, a hook curl defender. Top of the screen, Hufunga, he is the last curl flat defender. Defenses are giving you an out route when they play cover three. Throw the ball out to CeeDee Lamb. He's going to run an out route. That press Scott knows that based on CeeDee Lamb's alignment inside the numbers. Dak, take the out. Take the out to CeeDee Lamb. Don't try to throw the now pass. Take the wide open out to CeeDee Lamb. Don't be good. Just be average. This is a basic cover three defense. You install this in Pee Wee. (laughs) You basically threw the ball to Greenlaw. It wasn't even a pick. But this is the part David want to show you. CeeDee Lamb, he's all Cowboys fans right now. Just be average. Don't be great. Just be average. Just hit the wide open receiver and be average. We didn't need Dak Prescott to be great, Dave Hellman. So I don't know how you can watch that tape with such calmness in That's your voice. That's a gimme, right? I too. wish I had that sort of um, um, relaxation that you have, that perpetual yeah. relaxation. How can you watch that performance and not be swayed? Because I mean, we 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 don't have we don't have time for this conversation. I don't think I will say Dak Dak pressed his ass off yesterday. Like again, to a point where it was noticeable. Like, like honestly, you said he should have thrown three picks. He could have thrown four. <laughs> he misfired to Ezekiel Elliott as well. Remember, it fluttered up in the air. Oh, that was crazy. I think Dak. I think Dak was so worried about the 49ers rush that he wasn't trusting what he was seeing and wasn't trusting that he had time to do anything else. He, look, he played a terrible game. I, I do this every time. I don't, I, am I saying it enough? Am I, I'm, I'm not trying to defend Dak Prescott. He played an awful game at a time. You're right. Like, he didn't even need his A effort. I said that last night. Could've in reality, that game. he needed a B effort. B student. 3-0 and you probably win this game. It's fair. Like, all this stuff is fair. All of, all of the questions about whether or not he can get it done – where the Cowboys go from here. It's all fair. I think the, the blunt reality, though, is like it's not changing in the he's near the future. He's, yeah. he's their quarterback. The and we're, we're doing another segment on oh, this, you right? Better believe it, I got plenty more to say about it. It's, it's right. drastically no, stop disappointing. There. Stop there. That's how you tease. Yeah. That's how you tease. Thank you. It's on television. Thank you say, I got plenty more to say about it. I got plenty more to say. Just let the viewers say, what is it? Okay. What's he got to say? Okay. Next, we got plenty to say about Josh Allen because he did not play well either, but. Somebody on this desk is giving Josh Allen a pass, even though he says that Doc Prescott is that. Y'all know. Up next on Speed. Pro stuff right there. Yeah, I don't know. You look sad over here, though. 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Vegas is rarely ever wrong, but this time they were. Before the season, the Bills supposed to win the Super Bowl. That's what Vegas told me. Josh Allen supposed to win MVP. That's what Vegas told me. But if you watched that game yesterday, the Bills were far from Super Bowl caliber. 27 to 10, they lost. Stephon Diggs, you see on the screen right there, infuriated with this superstar quarterback. Just throw me the ball. Just throw me the ball. Josh Allen did not do a great job throwing many people the ball. We're back to our regular assignments here. Shady, we got that out of the way. Um, Joy Taylor, I need you to break this down for me. Josh Allen, does he get a pass for that performance for that loss yesterday? No, I don't think he does get a pass. It doesn't mean that Josh Allen isn't extremely talented. It doesn't mean that his career is over. But you got to win the big games. Mm. You're favored by five and a half at home against a Bengals team that's going through all kinds of injuries. Go score some points. Now, I don't think it's as cut and dry as the Dallas game. There's plenty of blame to go around here with, with Buffalo. But we always lay it at the feet of the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting to get into the space with Josh Josh Allen where it's the conversation of talent versus winning. We know Josh Allen is extremely talented. There's no point in discussing that. But is he a winner? Up until this point in his career, the biggest game he's played in was the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs two years ago, which they lost badly. True. That's the biggest moment. He hasn't won an MVP. He was... Relatively bad his first two years in the league. What has he actually accomplished in the postseason? He's 0-3 on the road. He played a, t- a, a terrible game against Miami in the, in the first round of the playoffs. If, it was, if Miami had been somewhat confident, competent, I don't think they would have won that game. There's real blame to go around here mm. with everyone in Buffalo. We can talk about the defense, and I'm sure we'll get to it. But Josh Allen does have to take some responsibility for not putting some more points on the board. Shady, that is your teammate. That's your brother. Y'all text frequently. You were there when he was drafted. You know Josh Allen. You know Josh Allen well, as good as anybody on television. So you tell me, does Josh Allen get a pass for that game yesterday? Joy, tell us she's my current teammate. (laughs) And I disagree with her. All right, first of all, if we all watched that game, which we all did, you can't tell me that that's, that's Josh Allen's fault. So he gets a pass. First of all, He's been hit so much that game. He was hit so much that game from, the, from, from his line, and they weren't even blocking. Let's talk about it. He was screaming for his life. <laughs> you see what I've seen. Listen, he threw a bomb. He was scrambling through a bomb to, to Gabe Davis in a bucket. What did he do? Dropped it. Josh Allen can't do everything. That's the problem. With this offense, with this team, I'm being serious here. This offense with this team, he has to do everything. He has to run the ball. I have to pass the ball. I have to do everything for us to even have a chance. I got to call you out. Hold, hold, hold. No, no, no. I won't hold. I won't hold. I won't hold. This is be- I won't you're hold. being rude. I won't hold. I'm being rude. You're being rude. You're being rude. How dare you? You're being rude. How dare you, this guy, talk about Dak Prescott in okay. regards to Dak Prescott is butt. He butt, butt. How you dare you me a lifeline on, over here today? How dare you come on this show? And speak the truth about Dak Prescott, which you did fantastically. I applaud you for it. That was brilliant. 
and then come out here and say Josh Allen doesn't have enough help. Like Stephon Diggs ain't an all-pro. Josh Allen doesn't have enough help. Like Gabe Davidson scored four touchdowns in a playoff game last year. Josh Allen doesn't have enough help. Like Dawson Knox isn't a top-five tight end. How dare you, Shady, come on this show and do that? When I watched, when I watched the game like you did, I didn't think it was Josh Allen's fault. First of all, let's, just, let's go to the, the, the Bengals for a second. Mm-hmm. You know they had 400 yards of offense? I don't know if you knew that. 400 yards. That's Josh Allen's fault. Joe Mixon was running up and down the field. They almost ran for 200 yards that game. Any team you play, if the, if the opposing team has 200 yards, you're probably going to lose that game. They had 170, 170 yards rushing. So as much as we want to call out Josh Allen, they were bullying him on the other side of the field. They were. And then on, and then on offense, they couldn't run the ball. Right? So now we can't run the ball, so that puts all the pressure on Josh Allen. I have to do everything else. A lot of passes that I did see, I see a lot of drops. I seen a lot of wide receivers not catching the ball. And the flipping on that. The linemen, they were not blocking for Josh Allen. If we got enough time, don't make me go tell the, the, the producer to, to show some clips of him, those guys coming uh, scot-free, blasting. They start doing that edge pressure on mm-hmm. um, um, bringing the nickel. They wasn't blocking that. To strip fumble sack. That's Josh Allen's, that's his fault too? Is that, I'm, just, I'm just asking these Can questions. Can he get rid of the ball? Can he get rid of the Before, ball? As he's throwing the ball, he's getting hit. At least you, it's a minimum of three Here's seconds. Here's my thought process. Come on, now. I will Come meet on. You. Look, look at that right there. I, I can't make this up. Now, that pick is a real pick now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you in the middle. I'll meet you in the middle. Okay. Josh Allen was not the problem yesterday, but he wasn't the solution. I can agree with that. Quarterbacks like Josh Allen are meant to be solutions. Joe Burrow went out there first drive, six plays, 70-plus yards, touchdown. Joe Burrow went out there second drive. Balled out. Ten plays, 70-plus yards, touchdown. Joe Burrow was the solution to any problem Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott tried to present. Leslie Frazier, defensive coordinator, for those at home not as familiar. Joe Burrow was a solution. Patrick Mahomes on one leg was a solution. But Josh Allen, I won't say he was a problem, but if you are a second-team All-Pro just a couple years ago, if you're a runner-up MVP just a couple years ago, if you are that man – I need you to be a solution. Patrick Mahomes is a solution. Joe Burrow's a solution. Jalen Hurts was a solution to a plethora of problems. And Josh Allen was not the solution he's paid to be. Let me just make sure I have all of this straight. So Dak Prescott, who we all agree is not even – he's not in Josh Allen's neighborhood, right? Like the people – He's above average The people that like Dak the most wouldn't dare put him any higher than like eighth or ninth, right? Sure. He objectively went against a better defense than the four, uh, than the Bengals, right? Like, the Niners are objectively better than the Bengals Absolutely. in every category. Absolutely. Dak was on the road, too, wasn't he? He was, sir. He, w- he wasn't at home. No, no, sir, he wasn't. We spent a healthy chunk of our season talking about how Josh Allen might be better than Mahomes, did we not? Mm-hmm. We did that. We that did. happened. That, that happened. I didn't imagine it. You're not wrong at all. At all. 68 quarterback rating at home in this game compared to Dak's, like, 63 and a half? No, I mean, Josh Allen is not all to blame. The NFL is hard as hell. I think we all need to remember that a little bit more often. It's not all Josh Allen's fault. And, Shady, I hear you. Like, the, the Bills' defense couldn't do anything with the Bengals yesterday. Anything. But it wasn't like it was a shootout either, my guy. They got bludgeoned 27 to 10. They scored less points than the Cowboys did. So all I'm saying is if one guy doesn't get a pass in an objectively worse situation, well, then the objectively better quarterback shouldn't get a pass I, either. I don't know that we can th- – those were two different games. Of course they like, were. We, we're generalizing a little bit here. The Cowboys as a whole did what they needed to do 
outside of Dak Prescott to win that game. The Bills are the, built to lean more on Josh Allen than the Cowboys they, are. They are, and the defense – and also, just for a second, let's put a little respect on that Cincinnati defense now. They've been we're wonderful. Not, we're not really talking about them. That's two weeks in a row. So put a little respect Lou on Anna the Cincinnati Rumo. defense. Know the name. They're playing crazy. For them to go into Buffalo and do that, they deserve some credit here because we're going to just all just give this to, to Josh Allen failing. They made that happen. But if you are on Josh Allen's level – I, where, where I would agree with Emmanuel is you fans. need to provide some yep. solutions. And it didn't feel like he, he wasn't keeping them from winning, but he wasn't helping them either. And right. the, as a whole, their offense looked like they couldn't get anything done. And part of being a good offense is giving your defense some breaks. If your defense is struggling, you need to stay on the field a little bit as well. And, and they weren't able to do that. I, I just told you, so out of all the quarterbacks this, this weekend, Josh got hit the most. Pressure. So what do you mean? Okay. That matters, though. That's part of football. If the guys ain't up front are not blocking, I'm getting hit as a quarterback, how do you want me to produce? How do you want me to be great like you guys keep talking about? How does that happen? Joe Burrow made it work. Joe Burrow won't get touched. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow whoa, 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 whoa. three Joe, new starters Joe, on his offensive line. That's cool. That's for, that, that's for, the, 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 for people to tweet about. That's cool for the people. But for us, we really do this football. We know about it. He didn't get touched. I don't care what lineman he had. Actually, the backup dudes you're talking about, they look better than the starters. For the I, Bills. Oh, the starters for the Bengals. For the Bengals. Yeah. Did they not? They was, they they was, they they you don't that, think that, that had something to that, do that with the quarterback? Come on. Him having 200 yards rushing? No, Dave, I don't. But I he, don't. But here's my so run blocking and pass I'm ta- blocking. I'm, ta- I'm, talking, I'm talking about just passing. What I'm, this is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you can run the ball for 170 yards, you're passing. You can do whatever. I'm a nice day now, for Let me ask passer. you this. Let me ask you this. He didn't get touched. Here's my thing, though, 2-5. Here's my thing, though, 2-5. Don't you think it is unfair to all of a sudden act shocked when the Bills can't run the ball? And I'm not that you're acting shocked, but Bills fans, Josh Allen is your leading rusher all season. Okay. So this, the infrastructure of the team was to be played how the game was played yesterday. Josh Allen has 800 yards rushing on the season, yeah. second yeah. most out of all quarterbacks. Right. So, Bills, y'all know you live and die by Josh Allen. So I don't know that it's fair to complain about the fact that the Bengals had a great running game because that's not what the Bills are designed. The Bills are designed – to be Josh Allen and Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, but my, my – okay, for example, so Deion Dawkins, one of my favorite uh, um, Bills players, one of my yep. favorite friends, actually. I never I – never, I he got beat a lot yesterday. Number 76. 73. Oh, oh, 73. He's probably the best lineman. He never gets beat. He got beat a couple times. Small things like, like you know, you got the widest uh, 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 rusher. Mm-hmm. You got to slide out to get that. He didn't get it. They, when they kept hitting him, uh, they, were, they were sending the nickel slots. And they, and they were playing with the safeties. He would come up. They were sending it. They kept doing it back and forth. So my thing is, like – that's not a Josh Allen thing. That's Lyman. That's Lyman. That's communication. You got to block him. Did you need, don't you need Josh Allen in that moment to be special? Because he wasn't special. Don't you think, like, even Patrick Mahomes on one leg, like, he was special. You know it was the first drive of the game when Patrick Mahomes was healthy. Dudes were coming from every which way, and he was dodging one foot, two feet, no feet. Like, didn't you miss special? I, I, I just think that, that's a different scenario. You got, you got Andy Reid with, with, with Chad Henney. He's older than all of us, and you see what they did, 98-yard drive. That's Andy Reid that, yeah, dotting that up. My thing is this. So much pressure's on Josh Allen to be great. So when things don't go well, and it's not his fault, they're not blocking, they're not catching the ball, he's going to get blamed for it. That's part of it. And we've seen that over the years with dudes like Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, he always is great. The games he lost, he still was great. But when they start getting on to you and they hitting you and they getting in your face, Tom Brady is another one. When you get – people know, you get Tom Brady's area, mm-hmm. you get pressure up the middle, he's not the same player. And I feel like 
when that happens, that's not you can't always blame the quarterback. Dave, gotta get the tape. Hold this ammo in your back pocket for three sounds, minutes from now. It sounds convenient. Why? Because we gotta head back to San Fran. Dallas the season on, came to an end. The last thing Shady said is you can't always blame the quarterback. Close quote. We will see if he keeps that oh same my energy back. You can put Prescott had a game worthy of blame. Yeah, but sometimes you can't. I'm like, still being a friend. You can put any today. quarterback to do what he did. That's what I'm saying. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. There has been no bigger Monday of the NFL season than the one you're currently watching. We are having a blast. I hope you are, too. We got to get back to business because the Cowboys, they lost yesterday in a relatively ugly fashion for quarterback Dak Prescott. Joy said something brilliant in the meeting that I have to bring to the show. Joy, what did this loss say about Dak? It says that Dak Prescott is not a confetti guy. Oh, my bad, my bad. That is a bar. Confetti got me going a little bit. Elaborate on that because some viewers at home don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, shout out to Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. A confetti guy is a guy that you can see the confetti falling on their heads. Super Bowl. Winning a Super Bowl. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are a great player, but you're capable of getting there and potentially winning it. Jimmy G, whether you like it or not, is a confetti guy. He played in a Super Bowl. He was there, one throw away. Now, I don't think he's going to get back there, but you can't win if you don't get there, and I don't think Dak is capable of getting in there. And I didn't used to think that. I've said many times I thought that Dak was a confetti guy. He has. I really believe that. He has. Now I think Dak Prescott is Kirk Cousins. Who? I mean, they've they been close. He, they, yeah, they, they, yeah, they've been close. They've been, they've been that close. That hurt for some reason. I don't know. Stings. She might be better than Dak, though, low key. She's not wrong, I don't think. No, she's not no, at all. No, no. Wrong. she's wrong. No. And the way that the Cowboys play, we should start speaking about them the way that we do about the Vikings. All season long, we were like, oh, yeah, the Vikings, you know, cute. 13 and 3, cute. Because nobody trusted that team. Nobody trusted that they were going to make a run. Put a little respect on them. Like, okay, you did win these regular season games, but what happened when it mattered? Where are they? So, so Dallas lasted another week because they beat the worst team in the playoffs. And people were afraid they weren't going to do that. So what you really have to evaluate with the Dallas Cowboys, what we really have to stop doing is calling them Super Bowl contenders because they're not. But you don't. Go ahead. Finish that thought. Finish that thought. Finish that thought. No, go ahead. I feel bad for every Cowboys player not named Dak Prescott. I do, too, as well. That's why I said a few weeks ago, and everyone told me I was crazy, they have everything they need yeah, that's, to win a championship. Yeah. You have a Super Bowl winning coach. Keep on, Joy. You have a, a, a defensive coordinator that's Go played ahead. in the Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl as a defensive You're coordinator. Preaching? You have an offensive coordinator that's dialing everything up. You have uh-huh. a run game. You have a great defense. Yeah, not a good defense. A great, a great defense. You have weapons, not not the highest level of but weapons, you but you have enough. Two Pro Bowl. Bowl. You yeah. have Two enough. Bowl. Maybe three. The only thing you don't have, and you saw it in this game, was a quarterback that can take care of the ball in the mm. biggest moments and step up. Mm. Nobody, I know, I know he's your guy, but nobody thought Nick Foles was going to do what he did. He's not wrong. I didn't think, I and part of the reason that he did was because they had a great team and they put the coaching around him. And you know what he didn't do? 
turn the ball over. Well, and here is the thing we all have to be honest with. And Dave Hellman, I might move you emotionally this block. I know it's hard to do. Oh, Dave. But I might do it. I, um, I, I want to see this. I want to see this. The Cowboys had a Super Bowl roster. The Cowboys outplayed the 49ers, except for quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all realize that? Yep. I knew the that. 49ers yes. have yeah. the number one defense in football. The 49ers have an incredibly prolific offense. The 49ers, I know their special teams unit, the special teams coach, their well-coached special teams unit. The Cowboys special teams outplayed them. Yep. Cowboys defense up until the last quarter of the game outplayed them. Cowboys skill player C.D. Lamb, he outplayed Debo. He outplayed Kittle. Yep. He outplayed Zeke and Pollard. Obviously, Pollard got hurt, but Dak Prescott. That was a nice little caveat you just threw in there real quick. Pollard got hurt. He did, he did, no he did, Pollard he got hurt, for got half hurt. of a game. But Dak Prescott. Okay. There's a phrase we say in church, and in church, this is a Trump phase. Regardless of what happens in your life, there's a Trump phrase that we utter, but God. Don't matter. It don't matter what happened. But God. Man, Shady, you know I'm going through this and going through that. Yeah, baby, but God. You know, Joy, I'm going through this, and, you know, I lost my job. I'm, 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 I'm back on my rent. But God. But God. But Dak Prescott. <laughs> Cowboys had everything in line to go well enough to win. But Dak Prescott. Mm. Turpin, three big returns. Uh, but Dak Prescott. Kelvin Joseph forces a punt. But Dak Prescott. Can I get an amen? Michael Parsons. Uh, Van Der Esch, Trayvon Diggs, Donovan Wilson, uh, Curse. But Dak Prescott, uh, even Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore had a good enough game plan. Yeah, I don't but think you can blame Mike Prescott. Kellen Moore, so I feel bad for every player, but Dak Prescott. I'm so disappointed in y'all's memories. Like, I mean, like you know, we, we, prisoners of the moment, all that good stuff. The Cowboys lost. Dak played terribly. Was Matthew Stafford ever seen as a confetti guy for the vast majority of his career? A number one overall pick who wasn't good enough to elevate a math franchise? And let's be real, Cowboys get the ratings that say that they're this dominant organization. They are not that. They have not been to an NFC championship game in 27 years, just like the Detroit Lions. But what does Matthew Stafford become when you send him to a team where he's got a phenomenal offensive line, two amazing receivers, a stable of running backs, two of the best defenders in the league on his side of the ball, and oh, by the way, a front office who says, you know what, that's not good enough. We're going to go get Odell Beckham. We're going to go get Von Miller. We're going rather, rather, rather than think in order to win a championship, the quarterback has to do it all by himself. We're going to just keep stockpiling talent around this guy. And that is, this is what we learned about Dak Prescott, guys. He's not good enough to be the sole reason why the Cowboys win a championship. They didn't need him to be. Real quick. Bro, this is the divisional round. He still would have needed to win two games with this team against better comp, like against the Bengals and the Chiefs and the Eagles. Like, do we see that happening? Can I, can I go? Can I go? Because this is, this is where I held back in the first part. Get it out. How many quarterbacks? I'll say it again. Dak Prescott is not good enough to be the reason why the Cowboys win a championship. He is more than good enough to be a piece on a better roster, and that is possible because just last year we saw the Rams do it with a more talented, equally expensive player. The Cowboys, and by the way, 
smart people who follow the Cowboys predicted this. They said, Dak is good. He is not good enough to elevate this supporting cast to a Super Bowl. Acho, I, I came on this show in August and I said exactly that. Noah Brown and the ACL hobbled version of Michael Gallup is not good enough for Dak Prescott. You can call that an indictment on him or just the harsh realities of the NFL. It sure as hell isn't good enough when your second most explosive playmaker, Tony Pollard, exits this game with more than a half to play. It just is what it is. If you call that excuse-making, it's fine. I think it's the reality. You know it is, right? Why? And you talked about Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Now, you can't compare the the, the Cowboys with the Detroit Lions. Why? Detroit Lions have been bad for years. They've done – Since Barrett they've been bad. Okay. The, the, oh, the comparisons so, over the last 30 years are not that far so off. So when, when they bring Stafford to the Rams, that's a good team. Just like the Cowboys is a good team. The Cowboys, listen, last week, what did I say? I said this game's going to be closer to what people think because they match up well. You said that. If we really sit down and we start naming and writing down the Cowboy players, I got some players you over do. there. That you defense do. is serious. But on the offense, they got all of us the weapons. Who? The Cowboys. I mean, with two pro bowlers, we talk about them, we talk about a solid offensive line, so a C- solid tight end. C.D. Lamb, and then their running back who left that game before uh, halftime. Well, I mean, that, that's football. What about that's Dalton football. Schultz? But hold up. Schultz is a solid tight Dalton end. Dalton solid. It, it, Dalton Schultz is a solid tight end. I mean, that's, that's fine. First of all, when you watch the Dallas Cowboy offense, Dak Prescott's not the main guy running the train, running the show. Only game I can think of is the last game against the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Bad defense, bad team. Boom. Losing team. Other than that, if you really watch, if you really watch the Cowboys, they don't go through Dak Prescott to win games. They, they, they just all, they, did it against your asked, team they, like three weeks ago. They asked Dak Prescott to be safe. Don't lose the game. If he played against the Niners and just was safe and didn't lose a the game, they might have won that game. Here is my thought. Let's let's talk this out. I've worked with you since 2016. We're in 2023. We've grown up together the last freaking near decade. That makes me feel old. <laughs> my thought is this. You said something, and I think it's wise. You said Dak Prescott is not good enough to be the reason his team wins. I agree. But Dak Prescott was quite literally the reason his team lost. And that's That's what I need you to acknowledge because that is the issue. He did. Like, I don't need Dak to be good enough to reason his team wins. Jimmy G often is not. But Jimmy G typically is not the reason his team loses. It's just like, hey, Jimmy G, don't lose us the game. As bad of games as Jimmy G has played, and I'm not going to detract myself and get into a whole Jimmy G conversation, this was worse. Right. By the way, so it's not so much that we need that to be that good, but under no circumstance can you be this bad. Let me say this final thought. Dak cannot be a liability. Mm. And he was. Patrick Mahomes on one leg wasn't a liability. Josh Allen didn't play great, but he wasn't the liability. Uh, Jalen Hurts, clearly not the liability. Joe Burrow, not the liability. Who were liabilities on this playoff weekend? Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott. Mm. Like, you can't be a liability. And more Brock Dak, Purdy Dak team wasn't a liability. No, he was not. And that's, that yeah. I Brock think Purdy is, made the plays was. when That, I think, to. is the biggest incitement of it. His stat line is nothing. If you look at Brock Purdy's stat line, you would be shocked that the, they won this game. Mm-hmm. But he didn't lose that, the game. That and that, and, and, that and I, I, don't, I can't say that I agree. In August, I would have agreed with you. We, we got to see the season. We saw CD step up into a legitimate Huge. number one yeah. receiver. He did. Bonafide. He did. Tony Pollard and Zeke were a, one of the best tandems in the league. I understand Tony went out at the half, but that's, that's football. you got to be able to overcome this stuff. It, it, I don't think that the Dallas roster is the best in the league, but it's certainly up there, and particularly the whole half of the ball 
and the defense who did their part. So when I say he's not a confetti guy, it's very clear that he's not capable of not being the problem. And why I bring up Nick Foles and even talk about Brock Purdy is, yes, there are scenarios where you can put together a roster that is so good that it doesn't really matter how good your quarterback is as long as they don't turn the ball over. And that matters. Nick Foles it does. had one interception Six in that playoff run. Brock Purdy has not turned the ball over no yet. Picks. We're talking about what, how impressive Brock Purdy has been. During the regular season, obviously putting up incredible numbers. If you're looking at particularly this game, what is he doing? He, he's, he's, he's not turning the ball over. He's not making mistakes. And that is, the, I think, the biggest indictment of the Dallas Cowboys this year because I don't think that they have a weak roster at all. I don't think roster. they have the best roster, but they have a strong, Super Bowl-capable roster. And also, one more time for Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford was regarded as one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league on one of the worst rosters and of one of the most toxic, yeah. terrible organizations in the Lions year after year after year. That's why eventually the Lions were like, we're just going to do right by you and let you go. And the Rams were happy to have him. We'll see what Matthew Stafford does moving forward. But I don't think it was a shock to anyone that he was able to go to another team and immediately win a championship. But what's fascinating to me, in all honesty, and call me crazy, I don't think I am, when I think about that Rams roster and this Cowboys roster, there are a lot of similarities. Like, you think about, obviously, Aaron Donald's one of one, but Micah Parsons isn't too far off from being one of one in his own right. Yeah. Demarcus Lawrence, he played like a dude yesterday. That Rams had Von Miller. Rams had Jalen Ramsey. Y'all have Trayvon Diggs. On the flip side of the ball, you got a Hall of Famer in Tyron Smith. You got a Hall of Famer in Zach Martin. And Tyler Smith is coming along phenomenally. The Rams had Higby. The Cowboys have Schultz. The Rams had Cup. The Cowboys had CD. Now, the Rams had Odell Beckham, but he only played for a quarter. Tony Pollard only played for a quarter. I'm just sitting here like the difference – between that yeah. Super Bowl Rams team, and man. these divisional bounced Cowboys was the quarterback. But I can't talk about bad quarterback play anymore, Shady. It's time to talk about a good quarterback. Man. Are we going to Philly? We're going to Philly. Look to your uh -oh. right, big dog. Oh! <laughs> you see it, baby. Let me do it. Let me unwind it. Let me unwind it. Let me unwind it. You see it, baby. You see what you did. When we come back, we got to talk. Philadelphia Eagles and what they prove. Give that Dave one. Next. Uh, we having a blast here, y'all. Is there any more flags for Dave? Look, Dave. I'm so nervous. I'm play with the Eagles, baby. We got, we got room for you. No Let more go. turnovers. Let go. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Shady, hold the flag, y'all. So y'all already know. Yours is me. You see us, baby, at the link, baby, in a C championship game. We all going to be there. You know I'm going to be there, Dave Hellman? You won't. I will. Meek Mills, Kevin Hart, Will Smith, Shady McCoy, Gilly the Kid. We all going to be there, and we're going to get a W49ers. Can I get to the segment? Is it the Bay? Can I get to the segment? Let me get to the segment. Okay, Jalen Hurts, he impressed everybody. Shady ready to play a game. Shady, let's sit down, bro. We got a show to do. Jalen Hurts balled. Eagles did what they're supposed to do. 38-7 to was the final score, if I am not mistaken. At least that's when I turned the game off. It was ugly. Jalen Hurts, 38, or three total touchdowns. MJ, 154 passing yards. And to Shady's point, Nick Sirianni, the head coach, with trepidation and hesitation, called him MJ. We won't get distracted by like that. 
falling. Um, when I think about that game, Shady, and what the Eagles proved, they proved that they are as good as they should be. Going into that game, I was like, the Eagles should beat the breaks off of the New York Giants. Why? Because the Eagles' talent is so, so, so next level compared to New York that if they're as good as they are, supposed to be, if they're as good as Shady tells me they are, if they're as good as Joy tells me they are, they should dominate this game. And what in the world did they do? Dominate. Roster, top to bottom, stacked. Right tackle Lane Johnson playing through an adductor injury. Beast. Jason Kelsey still looks like he's in his prime. Beast. How about the running back? Most rushing yards since 2014 when LaShawn McCoy is out there balling. Ballin'. Beast. Miles Sanders. A.J. Brown. Beast. Dallas Goddard. Beast. Defense. Bradbury. I need that. Picks. Give them to me. Slay. <laughs> beast. Josh Sweat. Balling. Brandon Graham. Beast. Hassan Reddick. Dog. T.J. Edwards. Y'all know what time it is. So Chauncey Gardner. Johnson. Like that. The Eagles proved to me that they are as good as they should be. That's, That's right. how you dominate a football game. That's right. But, Shady, what they proved to you. Cowboys can take some notes. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. Uh, I just think that what we prove is that we're the real deal. There's no hype here. What you see is what you get. You get domination. We took that bye week. Everybody talked about, oh, you know, it's so much time off for Jalen Hurts. Will they be prepared? Yeah, yes. We took that time off. We got healthy. We came back and we dominated. We played efficient football. No turnovers, Dave Hellman. <laughs> we don't do that. None. We ran the ball well. We threw the ball. We converted when we had to. We scored touchdowns. And we got turnovers. We got picks. We got fumbles. Listen, I'll tell you what. Them Niners are in trouble. Ooh. 49ers are in trouble. Say it with Calm your down. chest. Ooh. Let's go. And that's one thing that we also showed. Show. We deserve to be there. I, and I don't know if it's me, Joy Taylor, but I, I feel like people have been talking more about the Niners and his playoffs mm. than the Eagles. Yeah. Like, yep. we not the number one seed. So mm. when you ask me, what did I, what did I learn from that beatdown we gave the Giants? Beatdown. What's a beatdown? Is that that we're not getting the respect that we deserve. So if y'all don't want to give it to us, fine. G-men, we'll go out to take it. We have to show y'all. They had to be the example. Sorry. <laughs> That's how it works. Sorry. That's real. Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, Joy, what did the Eagles prove? <laughs> the Eagles are not getting the respect that they deserve. Now, I did not think that this was going to be the blowout that it was. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I did it. Not because... I didn't think the Eagles were like that because I've, I've been putting respect on the Eagles all season long. But, you know, it's a divisional round. Expect to be a little pushback. But none of that happens. I think that this answered all the questions that people had about Philadelphia all season long. Every accomplishment that Philadelphia would have, well, they ain't playing enough good teams. Is Jalen Hurts Gardner Minshew? We're done with all that. Ain't no Gardner Minshew. That's not happening. It, it legitimizes this season, and that's important. Because sometimes we have seasons where people are great during the regular season and it never really mattered because they get exposed in the postseason. Mm -hmm. Didn't happen. And, and the other thing is it, it proved that Jalen Hurts is the future of this team, the leader, the MVP, and he's going to be around for a while. I'm happy y'all came around. Because Acho and I tried to tell y'all last week that this was going to be a beatdown. Yeah. Came on, I was like, if the Eagles, if it proved anything to me, it proved – everybody's healthy, everybody's good to go, then this is the team to beat. They are. I think, I mean, they got as good of a roster as San Francisco and a better quarterback. And I don't think you can argue that. This proved to me, okay, Lane Johnson's back. The offensive line's going to be okay. Jalen Hurts is back. This thing's going to be fine. And if that was the case, I said this will not be a problem for the Eagles. 
You're a little, you were a little nervous over there. You said seven points. Nervous. You said I'm seven. We're gonna win the game. You said seven. We're gonna win the game. I'm just no. The the Eagles. I'm 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 having fun. The Eagles. If everybody's healthy, they've been this team all year. The Giants were no match for these guys. It's easy to get wrapped up in the playoff narratives. We saw the Niners do the same thing to the Seahawks. If you're a better team with better players, you're going to do this type of stuff. And with Lane Johnson and Jalen Hurts back in the lineup, I expected to see this. We saw it. It was very impressive. And all that said, people are still going to say that San Francisco. I'm curious. I'm, I'm being real. I think people have been talking more about the Niners, I think, because the Niners have played more games. We got, to see, we got to see them beat down the Seahawks and then beat the Cowboys. We had to wait on the Eagles. And for that matter, the Eagles didn't look great at the end of the regular season. Now that the Eagles have looked great in the playoffs, I, I don't know. Like, the, the Eagles are the team to beat in the NFC. Yeah, it'll be fascinating. This legitimized everything that happened, but this, they're still doubted. But is, I don't know if you say that, and we're probably just going to have to move that F-block segment to right now because we have the time for it. <laughs> to say that the Niners can or will win this game, I don't think is an indictment on the Eagles. Niners have won 12 straight games now. They're very good. Like, Niners have won 12 straight, and the Niners beat the Cowboys. Say what it is, say what it was, the Eagles beat the Giants. Yeah, they beat the Giants like they're supposed to. It, it's, but but it, with the Eagles, it's always the goalpost moving. No, the Niners like the beat Niners, the Niners. If, I mean, if but, Dak Prescott had played a competent game, the Niners would have lost to the Cowboys. Correct, but they made so. him be incompetent. It's a great no, defense. no, no, no. Don't, no. don't pick some gimmies. Did you see them reads? Look at me and tell me that you was still got to make the Hold plays. On. That one easy plays though. Who you throwing the ball to? That shake route that CD Lamb had. Why you throw that ball? Jimmy Ward. I, I, we, that was crazy. But we okay, I want to get to that. That's, that's, I want to get to that. X's and O's. But like you said that they won twelve in a row. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. And, and, and they get love for that, right? As they but, should. But, but how yeah. the Eagles don't get love for having the best record in the NFL? We number one seed for a reason. Because like, when, that don't just happen. I'm Who's saying that? the last, the Eagles went one in two in the yeah. last three games of the season. Well, what happened? They had a bye week. Well, what happened? But then they had a bye week. Yeah. So when were we supposed to talk about them? After listen, the loss to listen, the Washington? That's how this so, goes. So, yeah. so if, if a team has the best record the whole entire year, like they've been hot the whole year, right? Up and down, but they managed to be number one the whole year. They get a number one seed. Then they blow a team out in the playoffs, a divisional team. Well, we've seen the, 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 the Bengals struggle with the Ravens and the divisional team mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. without their star quarterback. We've seen the Bills play a divisional team, the, the Dolphins, mm-hmm. without their quarterback, without their second-string quarterback, without their first-string quarterback. It was a good game. We blow our opponent. Why is it that the Eagles are not the, the real talked-about team? I'm trying to understand that. There's a disconnect there, Joy, that I can't, I I can't solve that. Uh, you wanted to it. talk about the Cowboys. That's why. Well, no, no, no. I was going to talk, <laughs> I, 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 I talk about your boy, how bad he played. Oh, but but okay. that, answer that question for me, though. Uh, well, it's twofold. Number one, if we're being really real, you got to talk about what's hot right now. That's all I am. And what's hot, what's hot right now is like the Niners, the new kids on the block. They're hot right now. 12 straight games. How are you not going to talk about it? Number two, I think Dave, to some degree, hit the nail on the head. If you got a bye week, we're not talking about you. You realize we're not talking about the Chiefs today. We haven't said a word about the Chiefs. We haven't said a word who won his game on one leg, who are the Super Bowl favorites right now. We're not talking about them because it's just kind of like, yeah, they beat the Jags. They were supposed to beat the Jags. We're not surprised they beat the Jags. Y'all did what y'all were supposed to do. But they didn't blow them out. That's my thing. Fair. Like, they weren't even a game. Like, if you were, if you were a real fan of football, you couldn't watch that game. I, I'm trying to keep busy. I'm, I couldn't even watch the game. A, so it's like, You're right, how bro. are the Eagles not looked at as, wow, like, they're, they're, they're the truth. No, I think this – NFC Championship game is going to be yeah. This is chaos. It's, it's going so to be say. a 
Uh, well, I think it's going to be a, uh, just a battle of the Titans. Yeah. But yeah, what it, it really comes down to me is two, two very uh, aggressive. There's no finesse here. Nice. These are two very nice. physical teams. And the gap to me is Kyle Shanahan is obviously more experienced coaching than Sirianni. Coach. Yep. But you've got a seventh-round rookie who did not have a good game. Not a bad game but did nothing impressive, didn't lose the game nope. against Jalen Hurts. So to me, if you if you swap those cards, this is a very even match. Oh, the biggest point you're not making. What point? What point? What point? It's on the road. Mm-hmm. A, a rookie on the road, yeah. NFC championship game? Yeah. Okay. If that's not pressure. The, the Eagles, I, I haven't even looked at this. The Eagles have to be favored. Gotta be. They're I mean, not being disrespected. And, if, and look, I, I'm they just. Are, they're favored by two and a half. There we go. I'm, oh, but, most, but the money's going, watch the money goes on. <laughs> I bet the, no, the money will go. It's on only two and a half. Don't you get three points for being at home? Typically. Yes, well, I mean that's what it is right now. <laughs> I'm excited. Look, I'll, as the cowboy oh. guy, this is the matchup we deserved. It is. Like yeah. this is. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a fan of football and you want to see the best two teams in the NFC, this is the game. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. I mean. Dak going to Philly would have been fun for its own reasons, but these are the best two. No, teams. no, no. We want real good football. Exactly. No, I agree. We want nothing easy. He gave agree. us that. <laughs> sack. Uh, uh, sweat. You want a sack? Uh, 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 uh. You get a sack. Bradbury, you, you want a pick. Take that pick. You get a sack. You want a pick? Take that pick. You don't want football. that. You're going to stick around for the next block because we got to talk about Joe Burrow. Has he officially surpassed Josh Allen? How impressive was Joe Burrow yesterday? I mean, he was phenomenal, but we having fun here, y'all. Simple as that. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How about Joe Burrow and his performance yesterday? He marched right down the field on the first two possessions of the game in the snow, and they put the game away. Joe Burrow absolutely balled. Two touchdown passes, over 270 yards, and once again, he is back at Arrowhead for an AFC championship game. It's their second straight championship game, but Dave Hellman talked to me about Joe Burrow, and I have a question as to did he pass Josh Allen? Even I think it it sounds weird to say because we've been talking about Josh being the man for so long, but, like, what argument could you have to the contrary? Yes, I think Joe Burrow passed Josh Allen. Joe Burrow's playing in his second consecutive AFC championship game. He's been to a Super Bowl already. The stats match up favorably. I mean, if you you put them on the screen, I mean, there's going to be differences, obviously. Joe's throwing fewer interceptions. I know that. The stats are the same. The wins are the same. Joe is now playing in the AFC Championship once again, where he's already beaten Patrick Mahomes, by the way. So it's not even like a, oh, but can he get past Pat? Because we already know that he can. Not saying that he will on Sunday, but we already know that he can. Been to a Super Bowl. He's 5-1 and one in the <clears throat> playoffs now? 5-1. and one. Well, what, does, what does Josh Allen have? I mean, sure, I think we would all agree just from a raw talent standpoint, maybe nobody in the league is more talented than Josh Allen. But what does Josh Allen have to hang his hat on that Joe Burrow is not currently doing better? What do, what do the kids say these days? They went in their trap and took it over. <laughs> oh, my God. They went right up there and took it. They took it over. They went up to Buffalo. It was snowing. You couldn't even see that. I, I knew that would get y'all. I knew y'all would love that. 
You couldn't even see the field hope, in the I hope snow. The kids ain't saying that. I know. I don't know what kids. Yeah. It's Buffalo. It's a bad kids. Yeah, yeah right. My kids are probably going to private school. Okay. <laughs> They're going to they, uh, they, they couldn't going to they even, taking it over. They couldn't even feel they see the field through track. the snow. And Joe still got it done. He took it over. And he's taking um, the only quarterback in the NFL right now. Again, we'll, I'll leave Brady and Rodgers out of it because they just because they played for so long, it's yeah. hard to compare. Young quarterbacks, got guys 30 and younger. Mahomes is the only guy that's got any smoke for Joe. The only one. Did he mean block? No. Mean- I think he, he meant I, I said exactly what I meant. You listen to what they're playing in any visiting locker room after the Giants did it. What's the card again? I'm sorry. They went in their trap and took it over, Shady. <laughs> whatever, um, whatever that means. I, I, Dave, I love you so much. I'm so glad to have you here. When I think about Joe Burrow, he embodies the, the quote, if all you see is what you see, then you do not see all there is to be seen, period. That's Joe Burrow. Because if all you see is height, arm strength, speed, then you don't see all there is to be seen. Because with Joe Burrow, his intangibles are so much greater than anybody else's tangibles. And by the way, he has tangibles. By the way, he's accurate. By the way, he can run. By the way, he has pocket presence. But more than all that, he makes everybody around him better. Leslie Frazier might be the most underrated defensive coordinator in all of football. Defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Didn't matter to Joe Burrow. Sean McDermott is a defensive head coach. He was the last defensive head coach remaining in the playoffs, so thus he is doing a great thing. It did not matter to Joe Burrow. The snow? The snow? It didn't matter to Burrow. So you have to start to use more than just your eyes. It's 2023. We can no longer be lazy with our analysis and say, well, guys are bigger, faster, stronger than Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow is the great equalizer. Multiply all that strength, that size, and that speed by zero because it amounts to nothing when you play Burrow. Joe Burrow is not a small person. No. Like, not Josh Allen, but not like <laughs> that much smaller than Josh Allen. Yeah. To the average person, they are going to look mostly yeah. the same. <laughs> yes, Josh Allen is, a, is the best, biggest, most impressive physical specimen at that position, for sure. Raw talent, speed, he is the size of defensive players. He can move defensive players. He can drag them. Outside of Jalen Hurts... I think Josh Allen is, is the strongest, like, body-wise, his, his, his legs. Like, he can drag yeah, a pile of, right. of yeah. men with Humans him who are trying that. to stop him from doing that. But it's not just physical ability, and particularly at this position. We know that to be true because Tom Brady, again, constantly gets talked about as if, as if he's not the greatest athlete. But it doesn't matter because that's not all that matters. We know this. Mentally, what you can do, what you can do to elevate other players, what you can do to counter great defensive coaches, whether it be through preparation, whether it be through getting the ball out quickly, whether it be through knowing where your receivers are going to be, all of that matters. And, and Burrow continues to win these big games. He continues to move on. He continues to elevate and, and transform an organization that hadn't been there. He was 2-14 and 14 before he got there. All of that matters. Also, by the way, I, f- I feel weird having to say this, guys, but, like, it snows in other places. Cincinnati is cold. <laughs> it's a cold place. So it snows there sometimes. So it, it, that shouldn't have mattered either. Like, this, this is a game that everything was lined up for Buffalo to win. There's a reason they were five-and-a-half-point favorites at home. You should have won this game. You had, had real advantages. The offensive line, all of, that, all of that should have been handled. And Joe Burrow elevated beyond all of that and was – 
unbelievably impressive. This is a legacy win, I think, for Joe Burrow. Mm. Yeah, I like that ending. Shady, do you like what your current teammates are saying about your <laughs> former teammate Josh Allen? Has Burrow surpassed him? They, they, got, a, they got a great point. It's going to be hard to argue it, but I'm going to still say Josh is, is still better. Um, I think Josh Allen is, is a lot more talented than Joe Burrow, right? And that all doesn't matter. I think they're close, though. Like, <laughs> Joe Burrow is, is really, really good. He's really, really good. I just think that with Josh Allen, he can do more. Better balls, bigger arm. Um, he can run the ball. He runs the ball as well as any other quarterback other than Lamar Jackson. You know, and I think that with his team, he has to do more. I think Joe has – he's blessed to be with a, with a team where they have a lot of offensive weapons, right? Like, if Joe didn't play well, they would run it for 20 yards. Mm -hmm. He would have been okay. You know, but – I got to go with Josh Allen. How much are you worried now about Josh Allen? You were there Josh Allen's rookie year. I'll take everybody into the locker room. He gets drafted. You're with him. At the time, he wasn't that, no, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't that good. He was always talented, but not that good. Raw. But now his money's about to start to count towards the cap. Yeah. Now they might not be able to retain Jordan Poyer, the likes of him, mm -hmm. because Josh Allen's really about to start to yeah. count towards that salary cap. Are you worried about Josh Allen going forward as it pertains to winning because – as bad as the Bills roster was compared to the Bengals, clearly Micah Hyde, Von Miller were not there. It's not going to get significantly better. It, it, it won't. But, but one thing I think he's blessed to be in a good situation with Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean. Brandon Bean is the, is the um, general manager um, for the team. And I think that you have to get depth. When these, when these teams, like the Chiefs, they're, they're, they're okay with having a expensive quarterback because they draft well. They make the right moves. Okay, well, we can't pay this guy. We'll pay this guy. We get a guy in a draft, and we'll, 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 we'll um, develop him. Y'all be able to, with, with, with pricey quarterbacks, you have, to, you have to have the ability to, to develop these players that you draft and draft well. And I think the Bills will do that. And then, real quick, when, I just wanted to remind you guys, I was there when Josh Allen was a rookie. That team wasn't talented. They had me with a whole bunch of, they had me with a whole bunch of just regular guys, mm -hmm. right? Josh Allen got better and better and better. He carried them for, for the most part. So he didn't come in there to know full team like Joe Burrow. And there's, and there's no hate against Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow, he makes that thing go. He's super nice. But you look at that, his offensive weapons and your second year, I would love to have them type of players. Josh would probably succeed even more if he had them earlier in his career. So I, I got to still go with Josh Allen. Now, this is the, this, 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 this the catcher right here, though. This is going to catch you up. If Joe Burrow goes out here and beats Patrick Mahomes, right, in the AFC Championship game, then goes to the Super Bowl, not even the Super Bowl, let's be Patrick Mahomes. AFC Championship game goes back to the Super Bowl. I would add him. I would, I would put him in front of Josh Allen. Because now you're, you're like, every week, every year you're doing it. You're getting there. You're getting there. And Josh has it. So I would give him that. But him just beating Josh ain't just enough for me. Well, from that aspect of the Super Bowl to the NFC aspect of it, it's the clash of the Titans. You got to combine Ooh. 12 All-Pros, I believe, between the Eagles and the Niners. And we have to give you all yeah. the first listen, the first opinion on how that game's going to go. Here at first on our show. Next. Jalen Hurts playing? Of course he is. Not a problem, man. <laughs> Jalen Hurts helped lead the Eagles to the NFC Championship game with a three-touchdown performance. He was balling, but y'all got to hear what his head coach said after the game and who he compared him to. Nick Sirianni, speak up, man. I know this is high praise, but to have him out there is like having uh, – nah, I shouldn't even go there, but like he's having like Michael Jordan out there. Like He's your leader. He's your leader. He's your guy. He's your – like – like that's hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him, uh, compare, comparing to his ability to being on the field uh, to a, to a Michael Jordan type. You know you're about to make a potential mistake when you say 
I shouldn't go there. It's like, just stop. If you say I shouldn't go there, don't go there. Shady, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts say your guys, hey, Michael Jordan, though. Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. I won't, I won't even. I'll just say this. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, save that clip right there. Give it to your agent. Because as soon as Nicole Lee. They got to pay some money. Second, look. I'm your Michael Jordan. You got to pay me. Yep. When Howie Roseman come to you, just be like, hey, coach said I'm your Michael Jordan. You know what, though? Like, and I, why should I go out of my way to help Philly out? But I actually appreciate this. We always dog people for being boring. Like, he, he was like, I shouldn't say this because he knows yep. we're going to do a segment about it. Oh, my God, he compared him to MJ. He's clearly not saying yeah, yeah. that Jalen Hurts is going to win six Super Bowls and not lose any and all that. He's clearly just talking about when he's out there, yeah. you give your team unshakable belief that it's going to uh, be okay. I don't like He couldn't just say that part. He's he's highlighting it. Like, yeah. I'm, I, I'm not gonna kill the guy for like I see the analogy he's trying to make. That's what that's an attribute you want from your quarterback. If you're mad that he compared him to the greatest basketball player of all time, you can be, but it's harmless. Like I get what he was trying to say, right? I'm, I get it. I get it, Joy. So if Jalen Hurts is Michael, does that make Gardner LeBron? No. They're so even? No. Mm. I'm not letting that one go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. Listen, I'm fine with it. I, I like that Sirianni is uh, – he's an expressive guy. Yeah, he's a cool dude, though. Yeah, yeah. He's a little clunky start, but he's, he's figured it out. He's done a nice job. I think this, this game was a, a great moment for him as well, and they're, they're riding high, and they should be. They should be confident right now. Well, Sirianni needs to have it all figured out, 2-5, because you know what's coming into and who is coming into the link on Sunday, I think it is. got to be Sunday, right? Both games on Sunday? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know who's coming into the link. San Francisco 49ers, they have won – 12 straight games. Their defense in the last 48 quarters, 21, have been zero-point outings. The San Francisco 49ers are like no team the Eagles have seen. The Eagles are like no team the 49ers have seen. Shady, out the gate. Give me your early thoughts on the matchup. Hmm. It's Philadelphia, right? Of course. (laughs) Number one seed. (laughs) Um, It'll be a good game. No, I truly believe that. Now, I can't guarantee you what's going to happen, but this is what I can tell you. The link is going to be rocking. Sure. You're putting a rookie, the last pick in the draft, in the link. Ooh, that's dangerous. With that type of defense, you know we had five sacks last game. Mm-hmm. Five sacks, mm-hmm. right? So that same energy is going to be there offensively. We're putting up points. We got, we got Michael Jordan back there under center. <laughs> we, we got the best offensive line in football going against the, the best defense line in football. I like our chances. And guess what? You know what's going to happen? <laughs> I'll see you on Arizona. Super Bowl. Well, you're going to be there regardless. Yeah, we're, we're doing the show there. there. Whether the Eagles are there or not. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Yeah, I know you're going to be there. I'm going to the game. I'm going to, too. I'm going to the game, baby. <laughs> okay, you might, but you don't know who you're going to be watching. Anyway, um, Jordan, coming to you. Niners, Eagles, give the world the first thoughts on that matchup. I mean, I think this is, this is the matchup we deserved. We, we, we deserved this. We didn't get to see a full Eagles-Cowboys all season long. There were injuries and weird stuff going on, but this Niners team has been on a tear for – 12 weeks. 12 weeks, Philadelphia, number one seed whole in the year. NFC, yeah. whole year, That's right. whole year, That's right. MVP candidate. Ooh. I mean, this is going to be an amazing game. And they're two very physical teams. And they're well-matched. The defenses are both great. I think it's going to come down to quarterback play, honestly. I think it's going to come down to if Brock Purdy is able to have an incredible game because he's going to have to. He's not going to be able to play the way that he played against yeah. Dallas. Not indictment of Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy's done an astonishing job. Mm-hmm. But – that game against Dallas, Dallas defense held them. 
They did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So if he's going to have to do more than that, they're going to have to perform at a higher level on the offensive, which they have done. But this, this Philadelphia defense is like that, too. They are. So this nice. is going to be a – I see what you're doing. I'm not, I'm not even getting – like, you can't – you're not – they don't That's have smart. his shot right now. But That's smart. That's smart. He does this instigating stuff, but I'm not falling for it. This is going to be a great, great matchup. And I, I, I really don't know how it's going to go either. I feel like I want it to be a shootout because that would be fun to watch. But I could see it being a low-scoring physical game as well. I, for the first time, think the Niners can lose. I don't think the Niners will lose. I don't know the Niners can lose, and I don't know the Niners will lose. I think the Niners can lose Why? for the first time in 93 days. Why? Because the Eagles are very, 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 very good. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I, 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 up until in the literally in the last 90, as you know, in the last 92 days, 200, 2,208 hours, I never thought the Niners could lose. I was like, oh, another Niners game. I hate Niners that though, because you watch these boys play every week. I don't think the Eagles could they can lose to the Eagles. Now, now I told you, I think they can. This the same team. I think they can. But the Shadius, here's my thing. There ain't no punks on the football field. Mm. And now yeah. I can say it because I didn't have that dog in me. No, I, I, I wasn't gonna. If I saw Adrian Peterson in the hole, I'm going low, respectfully, right? I got a life after football. The Niners don't have those players. The Niners have Greenlaws and Warners and Bosa's and Hufungas. That's who the Niners have. But the Eagles, they got Slays. They got Bradberries. They got Reddicks. They got so It literally is a clash of the Titans. I have no idea. I have no idea how this game will go. Dave Hellman, educate me. How does it go? I really love – my favorite thing is one half of the bracket, you got the best two rosters in football. And then the other half of the bracket, you got the best two quarterbacks in football. There's something to enjoy about both. Niners, Eagles, this is for the nerds. Like, this is for people that love football. Like, I mean, Mahomes and Burrow, they're so much fun to watch. That's going to be cool. But, like, the chess match of this game, Mm -hmm. the Eagles scheme, the Niners front, I mean, you know, Eric Armstead going against Dickerson and Kelsey, Lane Johnson, if they want to move Bosa over there. What do they do about the run games? My gosh, Brock Purdy, we – Obviously, he played great, but the Cowboys got off after him a little bit. The Eagles can do it better because the Eagles got about eight. Yep. Whether it's Reddick, whether it's Sweat, whether it's Hargrave, whether it's backs. Fletcher Cox. <laughs> Fletcher Cox, like one of the best defensive tackles of his generation, is like an afterthought on this front with all the other guys that they have. It's, it's going to be amazing. I hope it's exactly like Cowboys Niners, albeit with better quarterback play. Like Dak Prescott, didn't, he didn't live up to his end of the bargain. If both these quarterbacks play the way we've seen with these rosters – I'm hoping like just like a 24-20 slobber knocker, just fantastic football. I'm I'm way more excited about this game because it's easy. It's easy to appreciate like quarterback play, Mahomes and Burrow. That's easy. Anybody well, can do all, that. We've also also seen that. True. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Seen this is this is way more interesting to me. Like a team that's so good that a rookie quarterback could get them to the Super Bowl. We've never seen anything. That's like when that. it's so stops. I think this yeah. game is gonna be shady. Spot the weakness. Yeah, like yeah. there, there are weaknesses. But where, are there? There are quarterback. Uh, we'll talk. Well, not not even just that. Both teams defensively got a guy oh, no. or two. Oh, no. That uh, got a not guy us. or two. Look at number thirty-two. Do the math. Not Coming us. up, the action between the Cowboys and 49ers wasn't just on the field. Oh yeah, it got spicy after the game. Yo, Mike has missed this post on social. Mike Debo going at each other. We'll let you know about the fight next on Speak. Number thirty-two for the Eagles. 
attack him early. Yo, we gotta check in on our social life. This part popped up on my timeline at 12 a.m. last night. Debo Samuel posted after the game, don't poke the bear, and he added a screen grab of Micah Parsons with a quote saying, this is who we wanted. Micah responded, you do today, what you do today, fam? Question mark, but congrats on the win. But don't put me in this weak blank slide. Ooh, I like a little fights after the game. Jordan, what you make of it? You queen petty. Yeah, Debo's gonna do that. This is why you don't give these quotes. I have no problem with Micah talking, but when you lose, that's what it is. Look, like, I get it. Debo didn't have an amazing day, but what Debo did was win. I mean, he won the game, Micah. I don't know what to say. I man. mean, two greats going at it. I like it. Harrisburg, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me ask you this, though, Shady. Did Micah do enough? Like, were you pleased by Micah's performance? It's Micah Parsons. I'm always side the bottom. Debo, pleased by his performance. He didn't, he didn't play well. That's I mean, crazy. I mean, but, but, like, he can still be, like, a... I don't know, decoy. That's how yeah. loaded Dallas this team Stevens is. did everything they needed to do. Yeah. Woo, part Do of the game. Win. <laughs> That's it for us. We're going to see y'all tomorrow. Thanks for hanging. Peace.